Welcome to the On the Road to Freedom podcast. We're so glad you joined us today. We can't wait to get into the Word with you and share some truth that's going to change your life. Make sure and hit the subscribe button and help us spread the word by rating and reviewing the show. You can also connect with us at myland.org for more helpful resources. Now, let's get into today's show. Well, welcome to On the Road to Freedom. We are so thankful you joined us today. We're in beautiful Deer Valley, Utah, and this view is just absolutely magnificent. You're going to see some of the best scenery that you've ever seen on this show that is just majestic. He is a good God, for the Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. And so we are thankful today for you. We're thankful for each other. We're and I'm thankful for this crew. I mean, you yes, know, these dudes right. are mountain climbers. That's I mean, right. they in order out. to get the yeah. footage they've been getting, oh, they've yeah. been doing these. I mean, Pikes you're up at 10,000 feet. It, yeah. You're already breathing hard, just standing still. Mm-hmm. These guys are climbing up these mountains, getting these lakes up on top and these waterfalls and ridiculous shots mm-hmm. with drones and everything. It's <laughs> God is so good. It's so beautiful yeah. here. The reason why we do this show is for you. It's to see you on your road to freedom. Right. Because Jesus said in John 8, 31 and 32, if you will continue in my word, then you truly are my disciples and you will know the truth and yes. the truth will make you free. So the more that we continue in the word of God, which is what you're doing when you're watching this show and studying the word, the more we continue, the freer we get. So we are all on that road to freedom and we're getting freer every day. Hallelujah. Amen. And today Amen. we're so excited about uh, encouraging you and about the mercy of God. The scripture I quoted earlier is a verse that he and I say continually throughout the day to each other, for the Lord is good and his mercy endures endures forever. forever. Amen. Hallelujah. The mercy of God, I mean, we couldn't make it, me and you, we couldn't make it one day without Mm -hmm. mercy. I mean, thank God we can come boldly before the throne of grace and we can find and mercy. mercy. Yeah, we can receive you, it. His mercy's fresh every day. Mm-hmm. Thank God for mercy. I don't know if I got this from Siri or Google. Uh, uh, I don't think it was the dictionary, but uh, <laughs> I, I looked up mercy, or I think I told my phone, you know. Mercy is compassion or forgiveness shown towards someone who is within one's power to punish or harm. You could fix their red wagon, but you don't do it. Instead, you try to give them the mercy they need, and you're sowing that, you know, so you'll get it. Matthew 9 and verse 13 says, But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. Mm. For I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. I'm not asking you to sacrifice. That doesn't bless God. He'd rather you obey. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And if you obey, then the Lord says, have mercy on each other. Matthew 12 and verse seven says, but if you had known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, you would have not condemned the guiltless. Mm. Matthew 23, 23 in the King James says, woe unto you scribes and Pharisees, for you pay tithe of mint and anise and cumin. I mean, in your garden, they gave yeah. away a tenth of what grew in their garden. These are legalistic people. Man, they are going by the law. Mm-hmm. He said, woe unto you hypocrites, for you pay tithe of men, anise and cumin, and yet have omitted the weightier matters of the law, 
judgment and mercy and faith. Mercy, yeah. These mm -hmm. ought you to have done and not leave out the others. We still ought to tithe. Mm. I mean, that's, some people think the tithe is not in the New Testament. There it is, Matthew mm -hmm. 23, 23. Mm -hmm. But he said that mercy and faith are more important than doing all the works in the kingdom. Yes. Because without mercy, we can't be like Jesus. We can't give, you know, mercy gives me another chance when I make a mistake. Oh yeah, that's it. That's a and good And that's definition. what God wants. If, if you <laughs> yeah, make a mistake, God it. wants me to give you another, another chance. Another chance, yes. That's what mercy does. Yeah, amen, honey. Mark 5 and verse 19 says, However, Jesus did not permit him, but said to him, Go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you and how he has had compassion. compassion. <laughs> That's mercy, people, mm. on you. That's what Jesus said. Don't, don't go and do this, that, and other. This guy wanted to go with Jesus. He, God had just set him free. In 2 Corinthians 1 and verse 3 it says, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, mm -mm -mm, <laughs> and the God of all comfort. The Father of mercies. Isn't that a wonderful name for our God? The Father of our Lord Jesus Christ is the Father of mercy. Yes. 2 Corinthians 12 and verse 9 says, And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. How do you get that grace? You know, the Bible says you go boldly before the throne of grace to receive grace and find help, and receive mercy in time of need. Amen. We can be merciful. And the example, of course, is because His grace enables us to right, do that. Right, His We're grace. sharing it, yeah. Right, that's right. His grace is His empowerment, His anointing, His ability to do what we could not do in the natural. So really, in the times we're living in, we're living under grace, praise God. Yes, we're not we living are. under Thank the law God. anymore for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. But grace, now that we're under grace, grace is not an excuse to do whatever we want. Grace actually empowers us yes. to walk in a higher place of mercy, to walk in a higher place of loving kindness. And you know, that's my encouragement to you today, when you really receive a revelation of the grace of God in your life, you will be more loving. We will be yeah, more loving. Peaceful. Because again, His grace is sufficient for yeah. us and His power is made perfect through our weakness. So when we have revelation of the grace of God, we'll be more loving. Yes, we we'll will. walk in a higher place of um, patience and kindness. It actually results in a higher level of obedience, not yes, less. That's right. <laughs> so be encouraged today that you can do this. We can do this. We can be merciful. Amen. Colossians 3 and verse 12 and 13 says, Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and mm -hmm. beloved, put on tender mercies, yeah. kindness and humility and meekness, long-suffering, that's patience, yeah. bearing with one another. We don't give up on each other. Love is a commitment. It's not yeah. a, an emotion. It's not a feeling. If we're committed to each other, we don't give up. We don't quit. Love never fails because it never quits. 
bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must forgive. In 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 12 through 14, it says, And I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who has enabled me because he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. Although I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, and an insolent man, but I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. Mm. And the grace, grace of our Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ yes. was exceedingly abundant with faith and love, which are in Christ Jesus. Mm. Man, although we don't deserve it, we have a turn. We have obtained mercy because of the blood of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Think about what Paul said. He said, I was a murderer. I was the one going from town to town, finding those people who claimed that they believed that Jesus was the Messiah. Mm -hmm. And I was getting the crowd so riled up, they stoned them to death and I stood there and held their coats. I was a murderer. I was the worst of worst. Mm -hmm. But God had mercy on me so much so that he let me be in the ministry. Mm -hmm. And he's anointed me now. And that guy wrote most of the New Testament. I mean, in some of it from prison. He had a hard life. He paid for a lot of stuff, but man, God used him so amazingly to teach us about mercy and grace. I want to talk to you for just a minute about what we call Team Milan. It's a covenant partnership program yeah. where we all do our part. Yeah. Let me tell you what Team Milan is. First of all, you got to know what it isn't. It is not an email list where we try to get money out of people that are partners. It is a soul winning machine. Yes. It's a team where I do my part, Christy does her part, you do your part, and God does his part, and people's yeah. lives get changed Amen. just exactly the way he changed ours. That's right. So, man, we need your support and prayer. We need your financial support. If you want to join a soul winning machine, what are you doing with your life? Maybe this is what God created you for. That's right. You can also be a social media evangelist by connecting with us on our social media sites and liking and sharing them. We'd love to minister a word of encouragement to you there. So again, what are you doing with your life? We want you to join us in the ministry. You just go to Mylan.org and connect with Team Mylan today. Hebrews 4.16, I quoted this earlier, says, Let us therefore come boldly under the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. That's right. And you know, I think what's key in learning how to be merciful and putting on tender mercies, like we discussed in Colossians, being kind, being humble, being meek, being long-suffering with one another, bearing with one another. Yeah. The only way we're going to be able to do that is to adapt. And so I want to explain to you today this word the Lord used in my life, and it really was life-changing for me, this simple word, adapt. Uh, Ephesians 5, 21 through 22 says, be subject or adapt to one another yeah. out of reverence for Christ. We do this for Jesus the Messiah, the anointed one. And wives also be subject, be submissive and adapt yourself to your husband as a service to the Lord. So he's talking about two relationships here that we need to learn to adapt in 
being, being long-suffering in um, is adapting to one another in the body of Christ and also in the marriage relationship. Mylon <laughs> was a rock and roller with rock and roll hours. Um, I had never traveled before, never been a wife before. Um, all of these things yeah. were new for me and I had to definitely adapt. If I was going to stay sane <laughs> and stay in my right mind, I was going to have to adapt to enjoy what God, this new adventure, this new life God had given me. Instead of trying to make everything to conform to what I wanted or what, what I had planned, I had to just surrender my plan and, and to the Lord. And when I adapted to Him as a service to the Lord, my joy increased, my peace increased, and my life got better. I was blessed as a result. Well, and, and, and there was more order in our home, not because I'm right or because you had to change for me, but because you did that as, as it starts out Lord. as a service to the Lord. Yes, I did that for because Jesus. Because we do that, mm -hmm. and you know, my pastor, I've had to adapt for my pastor. Exactly. That's I've another good example. I've had to adapt for Brother mm -hmm. Copeland. Brother Copeland yes. has on more than one occasion corrected me, and mm -hmm. I needed it, by mm -hmm. the way. But I didn't it. like it. Let, let me be very honest, and let's don't <laughs> kid ourselves. Being corrected is not fun. Right. I don't ever volunteer for it. When my pastors had to do that, when, my, when, I, when I first came to Jesus in 1980, I was, a, I was a wealthy guy. I was used to doing what I wanted to do, when I wanted to. I was getting paid a whole lot of money to just play my guitar and sing. Mm -hmm. And everybody treated me like I was a hero. When you're a heathen, man, all the heathens like you. I mean, they're, they're lighting their, their candles and their, their uh, cigarette lighters at the end. You're getting a standing ovation. You're a hero. They pay you a whole lot of money to just be selfish and rebellious. And, but man, adapting, I came into the kingdom and the only job yeah. that they wanted me to do in the kingdom was a janitor's job. Yeah. I didn't want to be a Ooh, janitor, man. I was a rock star. I wanted to be a cool <laughs> yeah. dude, you know. Oh my goodness. And I didn't yeah. want to mop. Right. I didn't want to be in there at the bottom of the totem pole and everybody see me mopping the floors and waxing the floors, cleaning the windows and doing the mowing the lawns. But that's the key in the kingdom. I needed to get rid of some pride. Mm -hmm. And I needed to find out, and God needed to find out whether he could trust me or whether I was going to get offended easily and quit. And boy, you met the devil gave me lots of good opportunities to quit. Yeah. Man, he made me so, I mean, people would come up and, and, and do stuff. I mean, Christians, come on, some of them are jerks. Mm -hmm. Some of them are grown and mature, but some of them are immature and they're really jerks. And mm -hmm. they really gave me a hard time. And I had to decide whether or not to submit to God was I recognizing his authority. And if so, then when my pastor or my youth pastor told me what to do, I had to adapt. What is adapt? It means change. To change if you're in a football yeah. game and the other team adapts to you at halftime and then they start beating your team really bad, you got to adapt. If you don't, you get beat. So this is God trying to teach us how to win. Right, and one ahead, definition of adapt, what you just asked was to make something suitable for a new use or a new purpose, to mm. modify, 
to modify, to become adjusted to new conditions. That's good. That's baby. what adapting, that's what you had to do. And that's what, even when we travel, oh my goodness, we could not enjoy traveling if we did not know oh how to adapt Lord. because everything on the road changes. The only thing that's <laughs> constant on the road is change. Right. The flights, the cars, the hotels, the meals. In order for you to enjoy your life, it's, this is just key. And I, I, so I wanna ask you, this is something we need to ask ourselves, how quickly w do we adjust when things don't go our way? That's good, baby. How quick are we to modify when things don't go according to plan? Yeah. Because this will let you know the areas that you need to grow in. You just need to come up higher in being merciful and putting on tender mercies and being long suffering and being patient. Years ago, the first year we got married, we went to Rhema camp meeting and Brother Hagen was preaching. And one of the first services I heard mm -hmm. him preach was on the love of God. And I've never forgotten this line. He said, the love of God adapts to people That's and things. Good, that was the first yes. time I had heard that word adapt. Yes. And he said, when you're really walking in the love of God, you will adapt to people and you'll adapt to things. And that changed my life. And I'm happier mm. as a result because when things don't go my way, freedom means I can still be happy, right? And still enjoy well, my life. Talk Amen. about that, baby. I mean, we've got a few extra minutes here. Freedom, uh, I'm reading your notes here and and you okay. wrote down and, uh, you know. Well, because on the road, you have a plan. For example, always. on the road, we've always got a you plan. You know, you need to, you know, or, or again, we wouldn't stay sane if we didn't have a plan you need, and be productive and be fruitful. You need a plan. But when things come up that don't go according to plan, we have to adapt. We have to adjust and modify. The guys did that for us today. This team is so anointed that God gave us. Yes. And today so we peaceful. had a physical challenge come up and we couldn't start filming at the time that we had told them. And we, it was out of our control, but God answered our prayer, prayer praise you, God. Yes, he did. And the team that God gave us, the anointed team, just adapted. So now we're still filming. We're still being able to do what God has called us to do, but they needed to adapt and they did beautifully. And we're so patient and kind. And that's how it should be in the kingdom of God. Spiritual Amen. maturity. Amen. Amen. Freedom means we're at peace and happy even when things don't go our way. Yeah, amen. And if I'm in a different city and a different church almost every weekend, mm -hmm. and so when I get there, somebody else is in charge. I mean, the Lord told me years ago, you're never going to have the power over the devil. You're never going to have spiritual authority unless you submit to spiritual authority. So every time before yeah. I ever go into, if a, a pastor calls and he invites me to come preach at his church, the week before I go there, I call that man and I, I pray with him and I ask him what's going on in his heart. I ask him if he has any instructions for me yeah. from the Holy Spirit. And I, I make sure that I'm on the same page. I'm not going there to do something that he doesn't want done. If yeah, he's a Baptist yeah. and he doesn't believe in speaking in tongues, I, I pray in a heavenly language all the time. But when I get invited to a Baptist church, I don't. I do that in my prayer closet. Why would I do something that's going to cause uh, mm -hmm. a discomfort on their part? Mm -hmm. If he, ha I've had a Baptist pastor ask me to come and teach on the day. Holy Spirit. Uh -huh. And that, those times. But the bottom line is this. I am submitted to his authority. Mm -hmm. God appointed him the pastor of that church, not me. 
I don't go there saying, I've been doing this longer. This is not a big church. I know more about this than you do. You need to change and do things my way. No, I doubt. God mm -hmm. told me ministry means service. Mm -hmm. And if you're not a servant, then you're a, you're a um, some holy Joe going around demanding everybody treats you like a prima donna. That's not service. Mm -hmm. That's not blessing God and it's not blessing his people. So the bottom line is we've got to um, get our pride out of the way. Let me read you something here in 1 Corinthians uh, the 13 in verse 5. In the Amplified, again, it's a little bit longer in the Amplified. Mm -hmm. The love of God is not conceited, arrogant, and inflated with pride. It's not rude or unmannerly. It does not act unbecomingly. Mm -hmm. God, love, God's love in us does it's not insist on its own rights or its own way, for it is not self-seeking. Self-seeking, right. It is not touchy yeah, that's good. or fretful or resentful. resentful. It takes mm -hmm. no account of the evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. Now, notice the word he used, suffered. Somebody did you wrong and it was painful. Right, right. It's not comfortable. I mean, God doesn't just throw words around. He doesn't add words to the Bible so he can sell some of them. He doesn't sell anything. So great, that's no, no books ever sold as many as the Bible. <laughs> but God put that in there to help us to understand. If you go through a suffered wrong, man, the love oh, yeah. of God yeah. is merciful. Yeah, that's it. We just keep giving people another chance. Yeah. Thank God he's given me thousands. Mm -hmm. It's pride when we refuse others' needs. And, you know, another um, example I'd like to give you, because you might be in a career, we've been giving you ministry examples, but you might be in a career, and one of the first lessons I learned in interior design was I had to adapt to my clients' needs and wants to be successful. And so some clients wanted a lot of opinions and ideas, and some clients, like Mylon, just yeah. wanted me to say, yes, sir. <laughs> so what I learned is to adapt to what each client needed and wanted in order to be successful um, in that, successful in meeting their needs so that they were happy when that deal was done. So I encourage you, even in your career, this lesson in just being merciful and kind and adapting. Amen. And by the way, the end results of you saying, yes, sir, is but, me spending hey, a lifetime it. saying, yes, ma'am. <laughs> 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 oh, I got blessed, uh, Romans 12 and verse 10, this is the last scripture I want to share with you. It says, love one another with brotherly affection as members of one family, yeah. giving precedence and showing so honor, honor to one to another. One Treat each other like we're special. Yeah, that's Now, it. I know that this was a long one. This is about some pretty heavy stuff. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we can do this, we my brothers and sisters, because... Christ in you is the hope of glory. Mm -hmm. He, the Holy Spirit, if you're born again, your body's the temple of the Holy Spirit. If you're not, it's real simple. We've got a, a salvation prayer there at our website, mylon.org. All you got to do is click on it. I will lead you right through exactly what Jesus said to do. If you do it and you then you just get in touch with me and let me know that you prayed that prayer, that you believed on Jesus and you confess him with your uh, with your mouth, you become a born-again, spirit-filled person of God. God comes by His Spirit to live in you. Your yeah, body becomes the temple God. of the Holy Spirit. And you'll be filled with the mercy of God. Yeah. And you'll be able to share that, just mm -hmm. like He shed His love abroad in your heart by His Spirit. 
He sheds his mercy, his grace, grace. his uh-huh. kindness, his patience, mm-hmm. his love. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. His self-control. Yeah, so we're good. praying for you. Man, we love you. We're so honored that you allowed us to come into your life today and share the word of God mm-hmm. with you. Mm-hmm. We are going home tomorrow from uh, do, filming eight shows up here in Utah. Yeah, praise God. It's a beautiful yeah. day to watch the sun go down. Yeah. We sure do love you guys, and we're going to be praying for you. Don't forget to stay in the Word. Let us hear from you. Let us know how we can be praying mm-hmm. for you. Come mm-hmm. see us if you know that we're going oh, to be yes. in your Come area. We would yeah. love to hug your neck and or shake your hand. Yeah. God bless you. Stay in the Word because that will keep you on, on the, the road, road to freedom. freedom. Today you heard Mylan's life story and we have it available in book format. It's called Live Forever. It's a coffee table size book, hardcover, and it is full of pictures. We call it a picture book. And the reason why we did that is so that you can really see what the Lord has done. So it's BC on the front and it's AD on the back before Christ and after, so that you can really see what the Lord has done. Amen. And if you'd like to get the book, you just simply go to our website at mylan.org and click on products. And if you buy one of these, we will take, the publisher makes a smaller version of it. We take it and give it to a prisoner. So if you buy one, instead of us taking royalties, we will mm-hmm. take that book that they give us and you and I'll go get some prisoners born again and take them to with us. Amen. That's right. Well, we love to hear from you. Please let us know the good things that God is doing for you and how On the Road to Freedom has been a blessing to you. And you can do that through our website at mylan.org and through any of our social media sites, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And here's one report from Sherry. And she says, Praise God, Christy and Mylan. I just watched BVOVN and I was so blessed. You were speaking about get over it. And I so needed that word. (laughs) Me too, Sherry. And she says, thank you for sharing your testimony. I ordered Mylan's book about his transformation, Live Forever, and it encourages me to hold on to my promise of household salvation. Oh, we're in agreement with you, Sherry, for that. Amen. And she says, I'm praying for you. Keep on for Jesus. Thank you, Sherry, for your prayers. We're praying for you too. And we want to know how we can be a blessing to you today. If you have any prayer requests, please go to mylan.org. And please also any of the resources that you see available on our site. You have a part in sending us to the nations when you purchase resources. We don't receive royalties from that merchandise. It goes into supporting the gospel. So please let us know again how we can be a blessing to you today. We'd love to hear from you at mylan.org.